Good morning. You are listening to Capital Chat on KNY. I am your host, Jordan Lewis, and joining me in the studio today, I have, and I don't think I actually caught your last name, Joe. My name is Joe Sainert, S-E-H-N-E-R-T, Sainert. All righty. And you came here to talk to me about the Shrine of St. Teresa. Did yes. I say it correctly? Yeah, absolutely. Shrine of St. Teresa. Okay, good. I am going to ask you to pull your microphone a little bit closer to you. Okay. Because while you do have good levels, I just want to make sure we have this all good for it later. Now, my preemptive disclaimer is I actually still haven't been out to the Shrine yet. And I feel like I should have because I talked... <laughs> I talked to the Archbishop about it for Good Friday, and I was like, I should probably head out there. And then I never did. Well, I tell you what, you're coming up on some of the most beautiful time to be out there. The gardens are just amazing, and they're just starting. We're just, that's why I'm here today, to drum up some business, to get some volunteers. And that is an ever-important part. So what do you need those volunteers to do for you? Well, actually, we're looking for volunteers for the garden program. We have uh, four different pieces to our garden program. Uh, the first one is uh, Saturday work parties, where folks can come once a month, the first Saturday of each month, and we work from 9 to noon. So the shrine supplies everything they need, plants, fertilizer, mulch, whatever, and you just come out and work from 9 to noon. If you can't make it for the whole time, an hour is great. Whatever time they can get on a Saturday. Now that's once a month on a Saturday. We also have our Thursdays with St. Therese, which is every Thursday. So this starts tomorrow, and Catherine Foy, who's a gardener out there, will help lead that up. And uh, so folks can come out if they're available during the week, and they'll go out there. Whatever we're working on that week, they'll just pitch in. Again, the Shrine will provide everything. You just come out and do a little work, and it's a beautiful place to do a little bit of work. So it's awesome. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, I definitely want to make sure we did that. But now I want to ask you just maybe a couple more questions. Immediately, just tell me a little bit about the shrine. As, like I said, of someone who hasn't been out there. And I mean, I grew up in Anchorage, so I didn't even really know about it until I moved down here. So what uh -huh. can you tell me about it? Well, the shrine has been, you know, it's the, it's been out there. Uh, the shrine chapel will be 85 years old this coming October. So the shrine's been a part of the Juno fabric for a long time. And, you know, it's just amazing. Uh, it's just been built up over the years little by little and uh, the gardens you know have were started about 25 years ago and you know they've become an integral part of our mission you know uh, talking to people about God our our uh, motto is God souls and creation and so it perfectly works well with that and the and the gardens speak um, to people and maybe you know even the most hardened hearts are softened out there at the shrine but, you know, the gardens are amazing in the fact that um, there's over uh, 22 gardens at the shrine with over 11,000 square feet of gardens. And they're, they're gardens, there's both Marian and biblical gardens, and they're organized by their color, when they bloom, the size of the plants, and where they are located or how they're related to the Bible are teaching the faith. And so it's really kind of, an, it's just beautiful, but if, you're, if you look just a little bit deeper, there's little signs out there and it'll tell you the name of the plant, the, the formal name of the plant, and then it might tell you, you know, how it was used before, such as, you know, Mary's slippers or uh, like the beautiful peony, which everybody knows about. It's the Pentecost flower, so it blooms around Pentecost. So the, if you look at the shrine grounds, you know, it's telling the story, you know, and Many people um, 
you know, we'll walk, they'll just go, you know, straight out to the to the chapel and then back, but uh, back to their cars. But for those that have a few minutes to walk those grounds, you know, is amazing. Um, one of the really cool things about the shrine too is there's most of the gardens are kept up by volunteers. So, and that's through our Adopt-A-Garden program, which is something we really need some help with right now. We need some new people to adopt a garden. And with those 22 gardens, we have gardens from 30 square feet to 1,200 square feet. So if you're an individual, you could come out and adopt a garden. If you're a family, we got the right size garden for you. If you're a member of an organization, we got the garden for you. You don't have to do, you don't have to buy anything. All you have to do is be there. And then you can help, um, help, communicate this beautiful message to two people the visitors that that, that come out to the shrine so um yeah the shrine's an amazing amazing component of juno and we're just so happy to that the people of juno are so good to the shrine and take care of it okay now i have to joke because you mentioned all the, the years in there i did i knew the shrine would at least be older than me i didn't think the garden would be older than me <laughs> well it's not older than me <laughs> All right, now look, think positively about it. Now think positively. But, okay. And so, and then, you say someone wanted to go out to the shrine that maybe hasn't been out there before, and that's, I know that that's out the road past the ferry terminal, correct? Right, so what you do is you go out the road, and when you get to the 22-mile marker, slow down. And then there's a sign just past the 22-mile marker on your right, and then you're going to take a left, just, just past that. But a lot of people just, you know, when you get visiting and talking, there's so much beauty out there, they just drive right past it. So if you get to John Getcoff's house, turn around. We're, the, we're this way. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Because I feel like I maybe could have probably found I did go out for a drive that way the other day. You know, I probably might have even just passed it. Maybe I didn't even go that far. I don't know because I was just like, I'm just going to relax. It's, it's beautiful, sunny, isn't it? It was a sunny day and I was like, I'm going to go out, see some scenery and then go home. <laughs> well, you know, this is we're surrounded by 17 million acres of magnificent beauty. And that little 46 acres of the shrine is just, you know, it's just a piece of that. But you, know, you just feel the presence of God there. I mean, it doesn't matter what faith, what religion. It's just a place where you just know that there's something going on there that's bigger than all of us. Gosh, I was going to say, 46 acres isn't really that small. I mean, it's small in the context of everything else around here, but that's still a pretty big amount. Well, I'll tell you what, when you got a lot of gardens, you're right, and you got grass to cut, it's a lot of property, and we're, you know, it takes a lot of volunteers to help us keep that up, and we're grateful. But we need some more. We need more volunteers. Which is why we're going to keep plugging that. Right. And so if, you, if, you're in, if anybody's interested in these, there's four ways you can help the shrine. I mentioned three. Uh, which is the first Saturday work parties. So if you got a, just one one month, one day a month, or Thursdays uh, from ten to two, or the Adopt a Garden program, where you be assigned a garden and you just take care of it, we'll supply everything you need, and you know you just during this time of year might be planting plants, and then midsummer you might be we just weeding and uh, deadheading, and then in the fall zipping up the the little garden for the fall and then maybe planting bulbs we planted over 3,000 bulbs in October last a bunch of volunteers came out and helped that so they'll be blooming here in the next couple weeks so uh but the fourth way and if you don't if you can't get out there the fourth way is to just help us financially to pay for the replaced plants to pay for the bulbs to help buy the mulch so we we those are the four ways you can help the shrine right now uh and keeping this these grounds as magnificent and as beautiful as they are so we're grateful for any help we can get 
Gotcha. Now, I want to circle back because I meant to ask this earlier, but then it, it slipped my mind. You had mentioned that the, the gardens are used to really tell a story. Do you want to mm-hmm. elaborate a bit more on that? Sure. So the gardens are, are, um, the gardens are meant to, to communicate to people about the faith and about God and our relationship with God. And it's used, so we're taking some of the things that have done in the past before people could, you know, read or write, the monks or the sisters would teach the catechism and the faith through the plants. So the gardens are actually built around those Marian garden and biblical relationships that, you'll, that you'd see in the signage out there. Also, there's a beautiful labyrinth out there. The labyrinth that's out there is done to the footprint. So it's very similar to, you know, think labyrinth. Oh, is that some new age thing? Well, no, it's not. This labyrinth that we have was built, um, a template uh, of that labyrinth um, is similar to the one that's in the floor of Chartres Cathedral, which was built a thousand years ago. That's done in stone. Well, ours is done in stone, but it was all done by volunteers putting those. But there's a big difference between a labyrinth and a maze. A labyrinth has no dead ends. You're on, you're on a journey. You know, amazed you get lost. Well, we may seem like we're lost in this world, but we're not. We're on, a, we're on our journey and we're on our way somewhere. So the labyrinth is like that, you know, a small glimpse of what, what our lives are like. So you'll see, go out there and see people walk and they'll pick up a rock and they'll make their trail through and they'll leave that there on that rock in the middle and then make their way out and leave whatever burden they have right there in the middle of that labyrinth so they can go on and walk free of whatever that is. So, you know, and that's just one of the gardens. There's a beautiful rosary trail that goes out uh, along the ocean and it's got all the plants and the flowers that are related to the mysteries of the rosary. For example, if you get like get to the sorrowful mysteries, all the plants are weeping and their colors are purple and blue. So they're all the, the colors of sadness. But then there's, a, you know, the glorious mysteries and everything's white and red and beautiful. And so then you go all the way down to the very end and the grotto is there. And that's all kept, uh, kept up by uh, Jackie Diamond, that whole area back there. She needs help out there. Uh, so all these gardens are done by different families and different people. And we just need people to adopt some, some more. All righty. Well, Joe, I'd like to thank you for coming on. It was fun hearing about the shrine and the gardens, and I, I, I do need to get out there at some point. I definitely do. <laughs> well, 907-789-9815. All righty. There you have it, folks. You've been listening to Capital Chat on KINY.